0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: That song is called Lips Like Morphine, and it's with for our special guest. Welcome to a special edition today of the Indie Cafe. And I have Spencer Drate in the studio and a special guest that Spencer is going to introduce. And um, that song is from our special the latest CD that just dropped. And uh, I'm going to let Spencer introduce him, and I'm going to tell you the tracks on the CD are just amazing a little bit of everything on it. He's going to tell you a little bit more about who it is and the CD, and we'll give out websites once we get that. The chat room is open. If you'd like to call in, the number is 347-677-1036. And with that, let me bring Spencer into the studio and our special guest. And he is going to introduce him. Go for it.
2: Well, here we go. Um, he's been, I saw this artist at the cutting room late in May, and I literally fell off my chair. He is one of the most, I've designed for the greatest in rock, as you know, in my history, and he is one of my favorites. He's been on our rock radar. He mm-hmm. is the one and only, the emperor of rock, the multi-talented producer, <laughs> musician. Here we go. Richie Scarlet.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: boy,
3: that's Richie. some
1: build-up
3: How are you guys doing? Hey, rock
1: great. and roll All right Richie, that's, that first track is amazing and, and real quick before we go into the show I have to tell you um, This is such a great CD And for anyone out there Go and get it I plead the fifth And uh, the tracks on here are amazing And I have to tell you King Heroin, believe it or not was one of my favorite tracks because it reminds me so much. It's very Jim Mor- Jim Morrison type. It, it uh, really, the most
3: dangerous rock star, Jim Morrison. Oh right? my God. And mm-hmm. there
1: you go. I mean, you've got a lot okay. of really great sounds on here. So, Spencer.
3: Well, thank you me very much. And show. I can say that yeah. uh, the first song was written by Matthew Devine. I can't take credit for it, but I did scarletize it. And the vocals were helped by Sal Sakora of Sweet Cyanide and Charlie Sabian. Uh, they both uh, helped me on the vocals on that first track.
0: Well, that's hot. So,
2: <laughs> thank you. Yes. Yeah, I, you know, I wanted to get into a little bit of your history here, uh, uh, Richie. Uh, you uh, okay. were with Freely's Comet, right? And uh, you did a stint with them. And you're now with Ace Freely going on tour, right? Where we yes. To? Yes.
3: It's kind of come full circle. So, uh, that Ace Freely tour starts on the 13th, and it goes right through the rest of November, November 13th, that is. And uh, I, I know we uh, end up in New York City at BB B. King's on the Monday and Tuesday before Thanksgiving.
2: That's I've met oh, those dates wow. Nover- for, New- for New Yorkers, that's November 24th and November 25th at BB B. King's. I'm going to try and make it. I'd love to go to this. that.
1: What a way to, to celebrate that. Thanksgiving, Spencer. Yeah.
2: That's right. You got to come in here. Oh my
1: gosh!
2: So Richie, sure. also also talk about your two shows before the tour you mentioned. Right, I have a
3: show coming up. <clears throat> excuse me, I have a show coming up uh, on October 3rd at the Chance Theater in Poughkeepsie, New York, which is uh, just a wonderful old theater that's had so much history of rock and roll. And my final show before the Ace Frehley Space Invaders tour will be in Baldwin Place. Uh, um, excuse me.
0: I'm Grab sorry, Mr. That, that date
3: is wrong. It's October fourth I will be at the chance. Uh and October eleventh I will be in Baldwin Place, New York at uh PJ's on Route Six, which is one of the old school rock and roll clubs that's you don't see very much left anymore. So those are the two uh the two shows, Scarlet shows left before the Ace freely Tour starts. <laughs> and uh on the twelfth I'll be at the Iridium and uh New York City.
2: Oh, cool. The benefit. Uh, the benefit, right?
3: That's going to be a benefit for uh, the, the great Carl Cochran, great musician who uh, had taken a stroke. So, a lot of New York City uh, musicians have stepped up, like Benny Harrison and uh, Kenny Aronson, uh, Anton Fig, uh, Joe Lynn mm-hmm. Turner from Rainbow, uh, Carmine Apiece, all these people have. Um, these
2: are great names.
3: You know, I've uh, stepped up to help Carl out, including my. Myself and uh, I toured with Carl uh, when originally when I was with Ace uh, back in the uh, early nineties I suppose it was. So that will be on the twelfth. So you got the Chance Theater in Poughkeepsie on the fourth, Scarlet Show. uh, The uh, Scarlet Show on the eleventh in Baldwin Place at PJs, and on the twelfth at the Iridium will be the benefit with all the other people there.
2: So uh, you, you're cool. producing. You're also producing three CDs now, right? Cause you're uh, yeah, you it's about really those.
3: crazy. Uh, I just finished a, a, a single by a very talented songwriter named Eric D. He wrote a song about uh, Sybil Ludington, who was kind of like the female version of Paul Revere. She was 16. She warned the colonies and the militia that the British were coming. So. Uh, very interesting song by Eric uh-huh. D. That's a single. Wow.
0: Uh
3: I am uh three quarters through producing uh new, perhaps New York State's greatest guitar player, Louis Spag, with uh just an unbelievable lineup, uh, including Kenny Aronson on bass and uh Des Medina Great. from The Misfits. Mm-hmm. So Louis Spag's record I'm uh producing and uh another incredibly talented artist, uh Karis James, uh is another artists that I'm also about three quarters through producing so these CDs will be seeing the light of the day uh, most likely uh, right at the beginning of the new year
0: mm-hmm.
3: which would be like 2015 great. yeah and um, they're all although completely different and they're all so talented and uh, it's just uh, really refreshing to work with such great songwriters and uh, players so that's a beautiful thing
2: so, what, what, you know, tell, us, tell us the info on 5th Avenue Vampire yeah
3: Yes, the Fifth Avenue Vampires, so that's, uh, that uh, is a uh, a group uh, headed by Joe Vonti, and uh, the first record, uh, was, the band was put together by Joe Von T, uh myself, uh, Resej Wilson, and one of my favorite rock stars of all time, one of the great bass players in rock history, Dennis Dunaway, from the original Alice Cooper group. Uh, so we had cut one tra- one CD. Uh, now Dennis is currently with the Blue Coupe, but uh, Rosage Wilson and I have stuck on with Joe T and uh, that second CD will also be coming out right at the New Year. Uh, it's the Fifth Avenue Vampires, Joe T. So that's uh, I'm glad you brought that up. I've been so busy that uh, yeah, that's uh, and that's more like a horror based. Uh, Rock thing that's uh, Joe Von T writes very, very scary lyrics, and uh, wow. I try to write the scary music to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> you both well, you are guys. you know scary what I wanted guys. to say,
1: real quick, oh, Spence? Before yeah. we have, no, no, don't be sorry. There's a lot of people in the chat room, and I wanted to say if anybody missed the beginning of the show, you can call in if you'd like to talk to Richie or myself or Spencer. The number is 347. 347- 677-1036. And if you want to listen to the show again afterwards, it will be available on iTunes and on demand on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio under the Indy Cafe. And um, I also wanted to make sure everybody knows that, um, again, call in if you'd like to talk because we're going to be on the air. And I forgot to also wish everyone that's celebrating a very happy New Year with the Jewish New Year. Today's the last day of the Jewish New Year, so I just wanted to say that, too. I forgot to say that at the beginning of the show.
2: <laughs> and and yeah. uh, what is the story on the A-Store, Ace, Ace Rich?
1: Yeah.
3: Okay, well, um, just before the A-Store, I also want to mention I will be playing tonight uh, with Dr. Richard oh, wow. Garvey. Oh, great. Yeah, uh, uh, this is in New Rochelle, New York, at a place called Dudley's. And uh, this is uh, Dr. Richard Garvey's first night back after six months. Uh, he also had, uh, had some bad luck happen to his health, but tonight he'll be mm-hmm. back. And it's going to be a beautiful night. Uh, everybody's coming out. That's tonight at Dudley's, a newer shell uh, for Dr. Richard Garvey. So if you're in the Westchester County area or uh, Manhattan, New Jersey, uh, come over. That show starts at 9.30 tonight. Uh, the okay. Ace Frehley Show is uh, its just wonderful to, uh, like I said earlier, almost full circle. Uh,
0: Get back. Uh, Ace Frehley's
3: record is currently number nine in the Billboard wow. charts. It's called Great. Space Invader. Yeah. And uh, he has uh, two singles off it, Give Me a Feeling and the Steve Miller song, The Joker. Oh, wow. And uh, it's been in the cards for a while that maybe we, uh, we, we hook up. Uh, Ace and I have, uh, there's a certain mojo that I have with him playing guitar with him that, uh, is just unsurpassed, and it just seems like it, uh, it's just very, very special. And so, um, those tour dates, like I announced earlier, I don't have the dates in front of me, but I know it starts November 13th, and if you haven't heard the uh, new Ace Frehley record, uh, certainly, uh, whether you're a Kiss fan or not, I think you'll love it, and, uh... And so that's I'm really uh, very very psyched for this tour. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it should be. It's I'm like, a Kiss uh,
1: fan, you, totally yeah, love you Kiss.
3: A, well, there you go. Kiss is oh, great. Man, man.
1: yeah, uh, I knew Paul when, and I, Gene and everybody. Yeah, very very cool people. Yeah, so this I, was a uh,
2: you know this wonder, is definitely a hot thing. Steve I wanted to bring up. Uh, I wanted to bring up an album. I spoke to Richie about Holly. You really get into this. It was an yeah. album that Richie did called Masters of War. Uh, Le- Leslie West, uh, di- listen to this, Holly. Bob Dylan songs. Are you ready for oh, this? Wow. Bob Dylan songs. Tell us about that album. Uh,
3: well, that was uh, probably around two two thousand eight and. Uh, Leslie has uh, a great way of taking like a, almost any song and making his own. But he had taken all the a lot of early Dylan classics like Mister Tambourine Man and Subterranean Homesick really? you know, Blues and uh, Blowing boat. in the Wind and yeah. uh, and turned them it. into like only how Leslie West can play. You know, he turned them into a, a you know just a huge mountain sounding uh, arrangements on these Dylan songs, and the record wow. is called Masters of War. And the song "Masters of War" features Ozzy Osbourne with Leslie West on vocals. Really? Is that amazing, Holly? Uh, yeah, I'm, they go I'm like reverse to verse. I played bass on that record
0: along that's, with Kenny that, Aronson.
1: That that blows me away because we had a we had a group, believe it or not, on from Israel that did a whole um, opera take on the um, um, Bob Dylan songs. Remember? remember yeah, that's yes, true.
2: Yep, yeah. Yep. So yeah. So that's, uh, that's a so cool versatile. record. And,
1: yeah.
2: But the Leslie West is unbelievable. <laughs> I think that Richie and I were talking about this. He's such an under right, Richie underrated guitar. Yeah. He's
3: one of the great, great American uh, guitar players that is that certainly underrated. But at the same time, he is a, a very big part of American pop culture. Uh, the whole band, along with Quirky Langer, uh, because yeah. of the song Mississippi Queen. So. If you don't know who Leslie West is, you would definitely know that song. You know, it's been yeah, exactly. commercials and movies. And uh, so uh, he definitely made his mark, but I still feel he's a very underrated player. And uh, I've got I got a lot of my vibrato myself from listening mm-hmm. to uh, Leslie. Uh, so, you know, he's got a gorgeous vibrato and a gigantic voice. And uh, there you go. So, um, And his latest record is called Still Climbing. And uh, which was uh, kind of a takeoff of the album Climbing that came Right, out
2: Climbing, in right.
3: So and that went to the top of the Billboard charts. So uh, right. Leslie's Leslie's doing great out there. And, uh,
2: we love you, Leslie. We love you. There you go. Hey, listen, wow. uh, I want to I want to get everybody uh, uh, tell us Richie your website because you have a discography of your albums which is really incredible and I wanted people to know how to get uh, yeah, into you. In okay, in well that would be uh, that's
3: uh, that's uh-huh. richyscarlet.com, and but I'm really, uh, that is pretty much, uh, that that's just you can see the discography, but to really get a hold of me would be uh the Facebook, which is uh, and uh, that's richyscarlet.com, but there is merchandise available on that uh, website, also, and but I'm really a Facebook guy more than a website, so.
1: Yeah, so I tell put me the website in the chat room for you guys, too, just so everybody has it.
0: Oh, good, good, great. The chat yeah, is up
1: there, and I also posted it on the Facebook page. And you are on Facebook, and you do have your website. But the website is amazing, too, as well as your Facebook page. I think what's
2: interesting about Richie also is he's uh, yeah. done something. Uh, he's worked with, like, Sebastian Bach, right? And yep. worked with yes. some amazing um, musicians also on the and side, and, uh, right?
3: What I've done recently that I'm very, very proud of, uh, two projects. Uh, one is a rockabilly legend named Charlie Gracie.
2: Who oh, great. Had, uh, had oh, my had God. Hit since
3: 1958. And, uh, Butterfly, uh,
2: right? Butterfly?
3: Exactly. And, uh, wow. his latest <laughs> single that I uh, played guitar on oh, my uh, God. is called Baby Doll, and that song went to number one for the show. It was the Fantastic. first time since... And uh, the latest record I played on from somebody from that era is Chubby Checker's newest single, which is called "Changes," wow. and that is doing really well on the gospel charts. And uh, that's great. I occasionally play with Chubby around uh, around New York City area, and uh, we had done uh, the Today Show a while back with. Uh, uh kathy lee and hoda that was wonderful on nbc and uh so look for uh charlie gracie's song baby doll i did all the guitars on that and chubby checker's latest single changes so uh, you know those are two people from you know way back <laughs> that are still around it just shows you the longevity uh, of rock and roll and, and how if you know if you just keep marching ahead uh and you'll go up and down and up and down. But eventually, if you got the goods, you'll you'll be back. And that's what happened to both their, of both them. When
2: kids. I when I was a kid and listened to the radio with all the hits, they always play Charlie Gracie's Butterfly, Richie. Yes. And I remember uh. that as a kid. It would rank through my head, that song. It yes. would just flow. And, and the other thing that's interesting about you when I watch you... Is you picked these songs that are unbelievable? I mean, you played a song at the, <laughs> the Cutting Room. I forgot the cover of it. It was unreal. Maybe to Sir with Love. I don't yes, know. that was That's it. That the one. Yeah, I did Holly. that.
3: You know, it's I took, just took an instrumental approach on that. I I love that movie. I love Lulu, and I think Sidney Poitier is one of the great, oh. great, great American actors yep. in our cinema. So I kind of threw all those elements into just perform, you know pulling that song out and just doing it because I've always loved the melody and, uh, yeah, it's great. Man.
2: So you have I any stories?
1: That's amazing
2: to see, fans. Yeah, I oh God, yeah, you've got to see him play. He's just unbelievable. I. The, the, that that's the thing with me, your selection of songs. You know, um, I don't know if you know, Len, a very good friend of mine is Lenny Kaye with Patty Smith. And right, Len, Len, I and one know thing Lenny, of, but I, I know Yeah, Lenny he's is. a wonderful, but the thing about him as a great musician, and you have that same attribute, is that you both pick songs that nobody would think you're going to do or cover. Yeah, I always and like to great. do
3: that, you know. Yeah. I like the obscurity. A lot of times through life, I'd pick a song, and a few years later, uh, actually, a a band would come along and record it and get a hit out of it, but uh, but, um, I do like the obscure songs. I like uh, 60s Garage. I like Surf. I love punk. I love the blues. I love fusion. Too. So I'm like, I'm a mutt of every style, and I that's what you got to embrace agree. every style. I embrace it And I it think all. that's
2: I, what makes you a great musician because you have that overall acceptance of all kinds of music. Uh, know, it certainly know. helps.
3: It also it helps me to be a better producer too, and uh, to understand. That's
2: true. Uh, try to
3: understand every kind of style and uh, embrace it, and take what what you can from each. Whether you like the music or not, you know, if there's something in the song that uh, like a you know that has catches your ear, then you you know you can use that down a road. Or there's a lot of things. It's just, uh, but I appreciate that. And so you remember oh, yeah. that song, "To so Love." That's cool. Yeah. all right. i on forgot beautiful. that I did it there.
2: Yeah. I'll, I, the other thing I want to bring up, and um, I think both both Holly and I always go into this with someone we interview, is when you were younger, who did you look up to as a musician? Who were the, your favorites? Like maybe yeah. What were
1: favorite. you listening to when you were growing up?
2: Um.
3: You're I went a through a lot of different phases. I, I'd have to say my biggest influence would be Jimi Hendrix and the Jimi Hendrix Experience love and the British Jimmy. late uh, and the British Invasion bands. So. Uh, you know, and I, I love songwriters like Ray Davies and uh, '70s uh, David Bowie records, Mick Ronson and uh, T Rex, Mark Bowen.
2: Wow! Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So I have a
3: lot of glam. Uh, glam influence and uh one hit wonders from the 60s i always loved like the electric prunes or you know sandals or you know it goes on and on i loved the yardbirds when i was really a little kid you know i didn't know that was jeff beck or jimmy page i just loved the sound of the guitar and the songs so the yardbirds were a a huge influence Uh, and uh just a melting pot and then i discovered eddie cochran and gene vincent and uh you know, that's real rock and roll. and uh, It is. So, it is. You wow. know, if you throw all those elements into a pot and stir it all up and just keep stirring it, it comes out rich.
1: And there you are. <laughs> there you
0: go. <laughs> and you came out of all that.
1: I wanted to ask you where did your look, obviously, you touched on glam rock. So, really, your look is based on glam rock plus your own identity. Um, yeah. How would you yeah, it's the only way songs, I know how Richie. to look
3: really, you know? Yeah,
1: no, I, it's cool. I, it's really hot My
3: whole life I, I don't know how to look straight or
1: look uh, regular. Oh, just, no, you look you look great. <laughs> you look great. And I want to thank I want to thank everybody that tried to help us put the show together too, including um Joanne. So, you know, Joanne
3: uh Joanne makes it all happen and she's uh, the
1: blue. Uh, Joanne the glue. was the one
3: responsible really for getting me on this new Ace Freely tour. She uh she was on a mission. And she, really? And, uh, with the Kiss fans and uh, Ace's fans, and t- to see who he wanted to have on guitar, so she went went out and really just hit the internet hard. And
0: uh, How did I you kept read telling Ace her, you know, Richard? you don't have,
3: don't do this, and she said, I'm on a mission. And then, uh, wow. uh, you know, before you know it, last week I came home and she said I did it, and I said, you did what? And then
0: she showed wow. me the
3: text from Ace. Uh, on her phone saying, you know, wow. I want the emperor rock and roll back in my show for 2019. Right. So Aww. she's the one that, Joanne really, really is the one that put it all together. And how did you she meet? also awesome. helps so many other bands. Yeah. She helps so many other bands, yeah. um, including this incredible guitar player that's going to be checking in with us, J.J. J. Savage. That's yeah, I
1: can't wait for him to call. And I think he is just, just uh, to know how yeah, you guys met. Awesome. How'd you and Joanne meet?
0: Um...
3: I had originally met Joanne, uh, she used to have a video uh, shooting company that would shoot bands, and so, uh, there she was, and, you know, standing in front of me with a camera.
2: That's it. Um, wow.
3: And, um, I thought she was, uh, Vanessa Del Rio for a second, the porn star. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And it turned out, that, that's, so that's, that caught my eye, and then, uh, oh. one thing led to another, and, uh. We went to we got hitched in Vegas and uh, at the uh, Elvis uh, Graceland Chapel and the rest is really is just, that's great. Vegas right? I love Vegas it.
1: wedding huh <laughs> yeah <laughs> Hello.
3: And, let me and ask and you a had had question Elvis impersonator you know the whole bit
1: were you season. are you seriously
3: yeah yeah we no were at the Graceland Chapel you know wow that's so, uh, cool yeah oh, so is a big part of a lot to, of people's music
2: yeah. I got to ask Richie a question how did you meet Ace?
3: Um, I had met Ace through a guy named Eddie Solon, who had a studio uh, in the Bronx called Backstreet Studios. I recorded my first record there, and I needed a 12-string, and he knew Ace, and he called Ace and said, uh, sure, bring this guy Richie up. And uh, I went up and met him at his mansion, and uh, he let me leave the house with his 12-string guitar. And At that point, he was looking for another guitar player when he first formed Freely's Comet. And uh, Mm -hmm. so that was my... That was my introduction to him, and uh,
2: oh, you know, it was the beginning
3: of uh, three or four lifetimes for that man.
2: Wow, cool. Yeah. So that what, is really what,
1: great. Have you, you know, played in Europe?
2: Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Holly. I've been taking Yeah,
1: I, th- I just had a couple questions I wanted to ask really quick before you get into his uh, stuff that he did and all that. Um, when you were younger, um, you know, as a, as a young adult growing up and stuff, We know what you were listening to. I've
3: I've never never, become an adult. You're still still, in
1: Neverland. Like a kid. kid. No, no, no. Me too. I've never grown up. I want to ask you, when you were um, listening to this music and stuff like that, did you know that you wanted to play music? What what were your aspirations growing up?
3: Well, I had... um It was just completely... uh, I saw the writing on the wall at an Mm -hmm. extremely young age, and uh, the writing on the wall was when I went to see the movie A Hard Day's Night. uh, First I saw The Beatles and I had Sullivan, I was like four or something, and I was like, this is it, you know. Mm This is what you know, and then I went to see a Hard Day's Night, and I saw these chicks, you know, these hot chicks chasing the Beatles around, and they're dressed uh-huh. cool clothes, playing music. I literally got up, walked up the aisle, and I, I you know, that movie really uh, set the template for my whole life. And then by the time I saw the Rolling Stones, uh, on Ed Sullivan, I mean that was, that just cemented it, and that's the God's honest truth. And that's probably the same for a lot of other people, but uh, for me, it, it just um, that is exactly how I. Uh, I was just so young, and then it just uh, so everything just flew from there. And I had a mother; my mother was very encouraging, and uh,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know, my aunts would always tell me, you, know, "You have a special gift from God, son." You know, and uh I, I never took any lessons or anything, I think it was just uh, something that God, you know, he gives everybody something, and he just threw me a musical bone, and uh, and that's why I'm here all these years later, after watching the Beatles movie, talking to you guys. Well, you
1: know. That's very interesting because um, you mentioned the Beatles and the Hard Day's Night because, you know, last week I interviewed a a gentleman, Ivor Davis, who was commissioned by um, England to travel with the Beatles on their very first tours. And A Hard Uh, Day's Night was the movie he was talking about, how they came over here, and they were just kids when they came over to the United States, and how it all affected them. All they wanted to do was really have fun but they were stuck in their hotel rooms. They couldn't go anywhere. They were so unhappy. Yeah, they were prisoners
3: of their own fame. Yeah, and that's, true. But that's the uh, you know that's the yin and yang of of fame and success. Yeah, and, uh, and so you know it's it's like James Dean uh, who also was a big influence on me. Uh really? you know, he'd always say that uh, you know the price of fame, you know, and that's when you get negativity and people write negative things about you or just the negative things that happen, uh, go along with the fame, which is the good mm-hmm. thing, you know? So seeing gang of life and the Beatles definitely were prisoners of fame, but, uh, you know, and they were very young, but, uh, you know, he said they
1: used a, to play Monopoly. They changed all the world. The you know, they, they changed
3: the whole world. There's, there's nothing else you can say. Oh, yeah. They definitely changed the world.
1: He said they'd sit in their their rooms and play Monopoly all night long. That's yeah. what they would do yeah. to pass the time. they play Monopoly. Yeah,
0: that is
3: and wild. And their biggest
1: thing was when they got to meet Elvis. <laughs> yeah,
3: they were definitely huge Elvis fans.
1: That's Elvis, awesome. uh, the
3: handsomest rock star Elver, uh, ever was Elvis Presley. That's right,
0: he was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh,
3: and he, uh, as big as he got or whatever, he never lost that incredible voice that he had. And, uh,
0: no?
3: You know, he touched entire generations himself, and, uh, you know, you think about it, he's one man, and the Beatles are four, so, you know, it's for one person to uh, accomplish what he did. I don't think there'll ever be a rock star again as big as Elvis Presley or uh, yeah, I agree you where you're you're bigger than uh, life to that to a point where uh it's just you know you're on another planet actually I don't think that'll ever happen again and uh but uh yeah it's all it's all magical uh, stuff from you know and all the history of rock and roll it all you know it just goes it just continues on so
1: Wow, that's amazing! I mean, I started. Wow. I
2: started my. Cool. I started my career, Richie. Uh, I did the Imagine Abs for John Lennon and Alan Klein. You know. Wow. That's how I started. Can you imagine how I felt. I've met John Lennon and Yoko in their West uh, Village. Uh, at that time, they were in the West West Village, and a couple of times, and and then later we, we designed for Paul McCartney with Linda with MPL. So I, I've been with two of the Beatles here, and uh, it's quite an experience in my life. I mean, I remember, I so said, my God, I really designed for these people. <laughs> it was like, I uh, think
1: it's wonderful. amazing that they touched everybody's lives like they have, and yeah. hearing yeah. Richie talk yeah, about how they too. touched you know, you his think life. I
3: now that they would have, batt- yeah. like, uh, the generations, it just keeps going. And speaking of the Beatles, though, uh, a dear friend of Joanne and ours uh, is Mae Pang. So if you get a chance, check yeah. out Mae Pang's books and uh, some of her uh, recollections. Uh, the Beatles and John Lennon and she is just a uh, super I
1: love cool her latest writing. Did you read we that? We love May Pang. Did you read that writing that yeah. she wrote?
3: Yes. Her latest oh, yeah. one? Yeah. Beautiful. No, and no, I know I she's the, in the Germany. Yeah, latest one, no. Yeah, but uh, you know, we Nancy get to right hang here. with her from time to time and she is, just, uh, she is also the essence of rock and roll. May Pang, no doubt about it. Yeah, That's awesome. So, yeah. That's
0: very cool.
2: So anyway, so we like
3: the new CD, like I Plead the Fifth.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your new CD is hot. Your new CD is very hot. The single on that went to number one
3: on the independent charts.
2: Really? Great. Well, I want to go over the production of that, which I talked to you about, I think, Richie, privately. uh, uh, Tell us about the production.
3: The producer, Tarek Solangi produced that, and he is one of the brilliant, new, brilliant breed of producers out there. Wow. Uh, he had just done Thank Sweet you. Sinai's new record. Uh, he's done, uh, you know, just the Benjamins, many, many great records, and he, uh, he did just an incredible job on that record. <clears throat> Tarek Solange, I, I can't uh, thank him enough, and the cover was shot by Len D'Alessio, who was uh, one of the premier rock photographers in the world. Yeah,
2: it was a really great shot.
3: Uh, you know, he had shot a lot of shots of Alice Cooper in the day, and Kiss, uh-huh. uh, his, his wow. photos are all on the new Kiss book out right now, but Len D'Elessio did that cover, and the guests I had on that record, including John Regan, and uh, Dez Kadena from the Misfits, and uh, Joe mm-hmm. Kaz, and... Uh, Wow! On the single, I had Joey Mullard from Badfinger sings on, on "Without Your Love." Uh, the sax solo that you had mentioned on "King Heroin" is by. Um,
0: you
1: love it.
3: Yeah, that's uh, that is just incredible, and.
2: Um,
1: I hear a train. Is that a train? So do
2: I. So do I. I hear a train. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Let me get I love away from it. Tracks. Hey, listen. Uh, I Arno Heck think,
0: did.
3: Uh, it was Arno Heck that did the solo on. Uh, oh, out, he's on great. Arno played His with everybody. Arno's played with
1: everybody. Yeah, Dennis
2: Dunn over there. JJ's on bass. the line with I I mean, us. We got JJ. We got JJ. Hey,
4: JJ. JJ, how's hey, it you? up? Hi. Hey, JJ.
2: Hi. Spencer.
4: Guys. It's up. Hey, man. What's it's it's up. rock
2: and roll with JJ. <laughs> JJ. Hey, Richie. So what's up, Matt? Let's talk
1: about who JJ Savage is and how Spencer told me about him and then I saw him with you uh JJ uh let's let Richie introduce you and tell us who you are
3: well uh to me JJ uh Joey is first of all uh, just a dear friend of mine and then I want to say that he's one of the most amazing guitar players uh, that I've ever heard and uh and the coolest thing about JJ is just, just the way he is, you know. He's, you you can be a great guitar player, but if you're not cool to me then it doesn't matter. But JJ has all the elements, you know. He's got the coolness of James Dean and he's got yeah. the guitar chops of uh, you know, Jeff Beck to Jimmy Page to Angus Young. You know, you mix them all together and you come out with JJ Savage and <laughs> just a remarkable player and uh and a remarkably cool uh talented uh, gentlemen, so that's yeah, really. my introduction.
0: <laughs> and, and,
2: and also, wow, I must—I got to—I got to say this. I've seen great guitarists. You know that, JJ, in my life, and Richie, and uh, I've seen some of the best. And uh, you're in there, man. As a young guy, is going to work its way up to the mountain. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll, right? Yeah. And, but, and, he knows and all I that. Say, he knows that song, too
1: And I want to tell you, JJ. You have the best looks on your face for pictures. and <laughs> Oh, thank you. <laughs> great. Yeah, I love cool it. Is that, is, that, is that the bean face or the rock and roll face?
4: Both. Uh, that's the <laughs> Both. rock and roll face. <laughs> Both, yeah. Hey, listen, JJ, tell, tell us yeah. what you're doing now. Tell us what you're doing. You're doing an album, right? What's going on? Uh, yeah, I'm uh, writing new songs and recording for my uh, upcoming A- EP called uh, Savage Nation. Um it's going to be doing a lot of shredding, and it's going to be really fun. When's it coming out? When do you think? Uh, hopefully soon. I just got a little bit more recording to do. And, uh Yeah. Cool. Hey,
1: what's it like for you being in school and being a musician? I mean, you must be getting all the girls, huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: that's what it's all about, man.
1: When you're in
3: your age. that's why you play in a band just so you can pick up a girl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm only half
3: kidding. I'm half serious, though. <laughs> Go ahead, tell him, JJ.
1: I want to hear about that. And JJ, you sound really nervous. Chill out. You're on a show with us. We all hey, love a big you. big man.
2: You're rock and roll, man. It's rock and roll loose here. No, nah, he's loose. He's just checking you out.
3: He's just absorbing it all.
2: Go ahead, JJ. Tell him. Tell him about a more about I yourself.
1: I want to hear about the girls in school and what it's like for you.
2: No, no. To tell uh, to, JJ, tell <laughs> us about yourself. What what? What musicians yeah. do you look up to? What musicians do you like? Musicians. Uh,
4: first of all, uh, Reggie Scarlett, he's my idol. So. <laughs> That's right. Aww. Oh, thank you,
2: JJ. I love That's it. I love yes.
3: it. Thank you so yes. much.
4: I I uh, first saw him at the chance, and uh. When I saw Richie, I'm like, wow. I'm like, I wish I was Richie. Then <laughs> <And>,
0: uh,
4: <laughs> uh, and like uh, he said, he um, Richie is he, he's cool. He uh, he's the best of the best, and uh, other guitarists that like um, you know Ace Freely, um, just all those guys from that era, the '80s, '70s. You yeah. know. You
2: know. That's right. And um, and what you learn from Richie is his charisma and how to be on the stage. And, and one thing about you, man, I caught, and I've seen a lot of young guitarists, you really got, you know what the stage is, uh, I see, and you know, I feel you, you have that charisma yourself as a young guitarist, which I think is really great, you know? Yeah, yeah he knows the, how to uh, work a
4: stage. Yeah, stage exactly. Peasants and, uh, and stage peasants and high-end stage peasants is awesome. Just like right. Richie does, you know? Yeah, That's right. Yeah, you know, you know.
1: <laughs> I have a question for you, dear. Um, listen, when you you know, listen you know, today's music compared to the real rock and roll and the stuff that's really classic and stuff like that. It seems right. like you're more connected with the classics and like the real deal rather than today's some of today's overproduced music, which I hate to say that but there is some music that's very overproduced, that loses its essence. Um, can you? How did you relate more to the real deal? What What were you listening to that got you into that?
4: Um. This? Uh. My dad. We uh. My the first like real rock and roll band that uh. Uh
1: uh-huh. Had
4: all the basic uh classic rock and stuff was Kiss. Um. I took so me and my dad were in uh, we were taking a ride and he put on uh, Hotter Than Hell by Kiss and I was like, Oh, oh man, wow. this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, no. it never, and ever since he uh, turned me on to that, I just been listening to ACDC, dc uh, right? Like uh, Skid Row, all that kind of stuff, like the Good. the real stuff with the real feel to it.
1: Do you have a garage yeah. band? Do you play in your garage and practice and stuff?
4: Yeah, uh, forming a band with uh, like a like an 80s metal band, and uh, I was practicing in uh, the basement. <laughs>
1: Wow, yeah. well, you you know, have to play is... in New
4: York City, man. You got to come to New yeah. York City, J.J. J. I want to hear
2: about yeah.
1: I want to hear about the time that um you Richie brought him on the stage on the stage with you. What concert was that? And what we'll have that happen. At the
2: cutting room. They were at the cutting room. Holly, I saw yeah, them I at the hear cutting about room. That. Yeah,
4: yeah. Oh yeah. Uh well, the first time I ever seen Richie was uh was at the Chance Theater. I was like 12 years old and uh Wow. Then I saw him, and I was like, i got to see this guy again. And uh, we met at the chance that night and everything. And uh, we uh, took it from there, and uh, Richie accepted me as a friend. I accepted him as a friend. And uh, to me, he's my best friend. And he, uh, oh, wow. great. uh he brought,
3: great, JJ. I, I love it, man. man. He oh, brought he me
1: up. I heard, I heard it. I saw it. You shredded it up. I want you, ask Oh, he's, you, unbelievable. he's
3: unbelievable. I want to ask you, to what player. would you tell
1: any of your friends that are your age that want to be musicians or are aspiring musicians? What would you tell them to do? What did you do?
4: Uh, I just picked up uh, a guitar, and uh, I, I first started on drums, and then I uh, wanted to play the guitar. And uh, my dad bought me a guitar for Christmas, and I Aww. just learned how to play from lessons. And uh, just watching my idols and everything And learning how they, you know, how they rock out and everything And uh, just went from there And just, I guess that's, because the way I practice I guess that might be why the way I am now, like six hours a day Uh-huh
3: Yeah, that's what it takes, that's why you're so good
4: you yeah, don't put that
3: much dedication into it. Where a lot of guys your age don't really understand that that's what it takes if you really want to, you know, it's a long way to the top, like Spencer said.
1: Well, you <laughs> and, uh, totally me- you're you totally melting my heart, my dear. You are an inspiration to all young adults.
0: Absolutely. And I think Thank it's you. great you. that
1: you have such a great mentor in um, Richie huh. and also with everyone else that's around you. And I'm so glad that Richie and Spencer brought you on the show today because when I – first saw you, and then I heard your music, I was just totally blown away, it was like your child prodigy, it's really <laughs> crazy, really, yeah, seriously, you.
0: it's true, it's true, he's a
1: wonderful totally talent, he's got
3: the special gift from God, man, a yep. special gift, just like my aunt used to tell me that I had, well, I'm telling everyone, including JJ, I've told him before, he has the special gift, and it's up to yeah. him to run through life with that gift, and and use it to his best ability, and just have a wonderful life.
2: To, to, yeah, to we all wish land. you that. We all wish everybody that. Yeah, you know. absolutely.
1: Hey, and you, um, do you have a website? You have a you have a website. Um I have you're yeah, on Reverb a Nation. At... Yeah, You're on yeah. Reverb Nation. You're on Twitter. You're on um, Facebook. And um, it's JJ Savage, S-A-V-A-G-E, as known as the Thunder Child. Yeah, <laughs> and you're uh, how old are you now, Rich um, I'm JJ? Unbelievable,
2: fourteen.
1: I and, have um, a video: seconds, uh, Richie Scarlett yeah. and unbelievable thirteen-year-old guitarist JJ Savage. I have to put this back up because this was the Emperor of Rock show, and you blew it away. I mean, you just so, uh, so, let me oh, you thank me.
2: I've got to say something right here that you are the youngest person on our show. And I yeah. think of any show, and uh, a Wunderkind, a child of Wunderkind, so we're very happy to have you on. Oh, thank
4: you. I'm very happy to be happy.
2: Here, guys. <laughs> Great. Aww. Well, I have a
3: gig to do. I'm going to run. Uh, I want to thank Holly and Spencer for having me on their show. Uh, we love like Rich. I said, I'll be a newer show. I have to run down to Dr. Rick's show. That was good. the tonight. Uh, but thank you so much, and thank you for having JJ and... Uh, Love you guys, and uh, we'll, I'll see you, uh, you everybody out on
2: tour with H Field. All right,
0: okay? man. We love you. Have all a good right. one, Have a good you. one. Thank you.
1: love to Joanne, Rocking please. On, man. and Yeah,
2: uh, say hello to Joanne, babe.
1: Yep, he left. He had to hurry. So, you know, this is really cool, JJ. I'm so glad you're here because, you know what, you're a true inspiration for all the young people out there that that I can't tell you how many people come to me and parents that come to me and tell me, my kid wants to play, um, you know, an instrument, what would you suggest? My my one daughter can sing, what could they do? You know, and it's so hard because you know, they're in school and and I mean, how do you manage school and, and, and your music? How how's that how's that work for you? Uh,
4: well, you know, school and education is very important and everything and uh I practice whenever I can, whenever I get a chance to practice um my guitar is uh is whenever i have a chance but you know 15 minutes a day is better than no minutes a day so whenever you get a chance to practice you should do it
1: absolutely well i put your video in the chat room too spence his video and i also posted it on my page and again, um, you are on Facebook. I I really encourage everyone that really wants to see somebody up and coming and totally is going to be there. I think you should check this out because um, it's pretty it's pretty unbelievable. And we want to thank you so much for being here with us today. Did you want to stay on with us? Um, when we do pop culture news or Spence, did you have any more questions for JJ?
2: No, I think we're there. He's he's a uh, gift person and he's going to be great. And you'll have to come back with us, JJ, when you get your oh uh, my gosh,
1: totally
2: your rock and roll awards, you know, and your oh album thank you, comes thank you out. guys
4: so much for having me on here with you guys.
2: No, you so tell, tell really. us when your album comes out, man. Okay, when your album's released, get a hold of us. All
4: right, yeah, oh, and we okay, want to yeah. have you on. Yep,
1: I, I want to ask who dresses you, JJ. What's that? Who dresses you? Who who Who's your stylist? Do you have a stylist or do you do it yourself? I just do everything myself. <laughs> Pretty cool. You got it Thank together, you. that's for sure. You're, you're definitely Thank making a statement there. So would you say Thank you're you. swaying more towards the glam rock too as well?
4: Yeah, I'm like more towards the, uh, right in the middle between, um, the 80s and the, uh, 2000s. I uh, trying to fit in with my own style and.
1: Yeah, you're creating yeah. your own look. Thank you. That's so great. Well, do you want to stay? Do you want to stay on for our pop culture news, or would you like me to mute you and you can listen to it? There's some cool um, stuff we're gonna talk about.
4: I can. Uh, I can definitely listen to. It. I got a gig at okay. uh, seven. But uh okay. I just want to I'll thank you, you. so so much for uh Oh, gee, for you'll be back. You'll
1: be
2: back, man. You're going to come back, all right? Don't worry about it. Thank and you
1: so much. And we are going to end we are going to end the show with another song today from Richie Scarlett's uh album that I think everyone will want to listen to. It shows a whole different side of uh Richie, and I think that um it's really cool. We opened up with Lips Like Morphine, um because you missed I the beginning of the show. And if you yep. want to hear the show again afterwards, um, as I was going to tell our listeners, because we have quite a few people in the chat room, the show will be available afterwards on iTunes and also on demand on Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio, under the Indie Cafe. We do a show with the Indie Cafe and Spencer from time to time. We do once a month it's committed, but once in a while we have extra shows and we uh, bring them on in because we have people that... Just cutting edge type stuff we like to do. We mix it up.
4: That's
1: right. So hold That's on sweet. one second, and we're going to go into uh, pulp culture news. How's that?
4: Thank you guys. Here you Thank go. You. See you guys. Okay. Rock and roll bro. Don't go anywhere. Rock-a-roll, don't don't go anywhere. Hold on. Rock on, guys. Who wants yesterday's papers? Who wants yesterday's
0: good Who wants yesterday's papers? Nobody in the world After this time I find a After the pain and hurt After all this, what have I I'm living a life of constant change. Every day means a ton of the face you it's the fate that's such bad news. The same thing applies to me and you. the
1: and away we go into pop culture news, which I want to start it off by saying one thing really quick is I got um, a message from my friend, Car Wright, who was, is the head of the Peer Music um, catalog, and also Kim Fowley, who everybody knows.
3: Oh, yeah. And
1: they got married yesterday. Congratulations. Congratulations. Mr. And Mrs. Fowley, wow. um, a long time coming. We were waiting for that to happen. I got the message that Kim oh. and Cara got That's great. married yesterday in the hungry hungry hippo hospital. <laughs> yeah, Kim is not feeling too great and uh. despite him not feeling well, they got married in the hungry hospital that uh you know, together and it was so sweet because Kim and Kara have been together for quite a while and uh she handles uh his catalog of music as well as so many other people, um cool. just nameless name uh, unbelievable people, and um now it's like official, they are Mr. and Mrs. Fowley, so
2: Congratulations. That's kinda cool, yeah. yeah,
1: I know, so that was my big news that I wanted to start off with, and I wanted to tell everybody that at the beginning of the show anyway, but everybody knows now, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I like the Hungry Hippo, the hippo. Yeah, the Hungry Hippo, name. That is really great. So (laughs) uh, let's see, we're going to start off that uh, Judith and I have two of our album covers in a big show Uh up at the Saugerties Performing Arts Factory, which the Mm -hmm. show runs from September 26th to October 11th and has such great photographers in it like Mick Rock, Bob Gruen, blah, blah, blah. It's a whole photography cover and other merchandising up in Saugerties, and it should be a really big shoe. Uh, and uh, let's see. I saw something interesting. I I want to get this, Holly. Listen to this. Eagle Rock Entertainment put mm-hmm. out Rolling Stones Live 1975 at L.A. Forum and 1981 at the Hampton Coliseum two-CD DVD set. Now, that should be really cool. I don't wow. have it, but I'm going to get a hold of these things. Uh, the other one is Door. the Doors. Listen to this self-produced film, never seen before, in 1968 on a DVD. Now this has got to be a collectible. I have never heard of these things. You know. Wow. So I just saw that. Um, actually, you know, Carol Kay. I'm not getting it, but she she sent me the promo on it. But but it looks so interesting. I thought these two things were were to tell people about. Because it's so different. I mean I've never heard mm-hmm. you know, I never i imagine a doors self produced film. I mean this is crazy. Yeah,
1: that's gonna be that'd be kinda cool to see.
2: Yeah, and then um James Maddock and Steve Conti tomorrow night at the cutting room.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I'm going to that and um
1: And Steve I to, gonna be on our show next month. Yay. That's
2: right, Steve's back. he's back yep. <laughs> from Finland or Iceland, right? Something like that. Yep. And yep. then and then I went to the Blondie. This is a cool one. I wish you were there. This was a night to remember. Mick Rock opening at Sumo Gallery, 37 Walker Street, Monday night. And at the same night, Blondie event, the anniversary of Blondie um, at the Chelsea Gallery. And I met everybody, uh, including Debbie and Chris, and went with um, Judith and Sylvia Reed, you know, to the mm-hmm. show. And uh, it was really a lot of fun, a lot of people. a uh, gr- and it was only on for about a week or two. This show, but it was, but Chris of course got the book out. We're going to get um, Chris Stein's book called Negative, from Rizzoli Publishers.
1: Yeah, and, that'd be um, kind of cool.
2: Yep. I can't wait and for then that. R- R- Richie Ramone is playing at Santos Party House October third. Our friend Richie. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see, Joseph Arthur's with the Afghan Whigs, October fifth at Williamsburg uh, Music Hall in Brooklyn. Um October's a big month for music. C- CMJ Music Festival and the C- CBGB Festival with Billy Idol as a lead speaker and films and music. So that's my rundown, literally. Um
1: Yeah, I can't I wait think... for the new Billy Idol book to come out Because we 'cause we're gonna be yeah, having a little bit of too that Yeah, really...
2: bit yep, that's good little bit of a little bit that's good hope to meet him. Um, yeah, uh, CBGB Festival gets bigger every year. It gets really cool every year. And um, You
1: know, is Cosmo Ohms involved in that one this year?
2: No, you know why? Because Cosmo's down in Miami.
1: And he never, up, he never comes you know, mm-hmm.
2: up. But he does, you know, uh, it's interesting you're bringing that up. He always brings the CBGB thing down in Miami, so he'll do a stint with something around that. Now, you brought up a good point. He might be doing something. I didn't ask him. I should ask him. Because he might be doing something down there, and you know, while there's things going on up here, I I really don't know. But it's a good point you brought up. But he's really into that he uh, CBGB thing, down. But he's down in Miami, you know. So that's
1: yeah. He's really you know. a nice guy. I mean, he's a friend, he and he always posts like different things that are going on. Like what they True. did was they did the film, and then they had a whole CBGB festival. Remember in the summer? Yeah. And um, I have to yeah. tell you the um. The city winery here in Napa is just really rocking out. They've had oh, a lot of really amazing, amazing concerts lately and um and we had our harvest festival. I mm-hmm. didn't happen to get to go, but Melissa Etheridge was up here for both days, and it was pretty intense um wow. and uh you know harvest time is always really intense here in Sonoma mm-hmm. anyway but it's it's really it's really nice it's really nice this time of the year anywhere where it's really you can see the changes in the seasons and you know what i really want to bring up um besides just about the city winery and their amazing shows that they have in my area they're mm-hmm. also doing a vintner's vinyl on mondays um at 6:30 in the tap bar and the restaurant they're going to be playing um, they're doing turntables They're doing vinyl Oh
2: really So cool. it's going to
1: be They're going to be spinning vinyl Yeah wow. and It's going to be That is cool That is cool It's actually going to be Their vinyl series Monday nights Every night at 630 mm-hmm. And they're going to be um, Listening to You know Lots of your favorite tunes And then also um, There's going to be Complimentary tap wine samples And specials on wines And foods and stuff like that and then there's also some really also um, really great concerts going on in the area um, mm-hmm. this time of the year. A lot of people are playing, and I know on the East Coast it's really um, been happening too. You don't know, want to bring up something that I know maybe a lot of people are avoiding, but I really want to talk about what's going on in the world right now. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: I think it's yeah, important. We it is. Yeah. Um, I want to say to everybody out there you know, to be safe and to always be aware of your surroundings. Um, Because it's just been incredibly, and it's incredibly affected my life, like, because I'm super careful as it is already anyway. If I'm sitting in a parking lot even waiting somewhere, I lock my car doors. You know, you never know who might walk by or whatever. But, you know, there's, like, lots of weird things going on, and um, a lot of them might be rumors, so always check them out, make sure they're real, but um, I have heard that they are closing the borders to France, and also there there have been some credible threats for New York and also for Paris, so uh, mm-hmm. I'm just going to say to right. everyone, you know, this weekend, be really careful, and um, travel in groups, and uh, try to just... Um, not let it get the best of you, but be informed. That's all i got to say. You know, be informed.
2: And I I, I I, support you on that, and I think it's very good that you mentioned that, because yeah. I'm in New York City, and, you know, you brought up a good point to me earlier today, which is very true. You never know what's going to go on in New York. And uh, uh-huh. we've been really lucky since 9-11, but you never know, and now we've got a new group. Uh, it's very interesting. I was reading something on the news that was very interesting that mm-hmm. – Obama was confronted by a number of, like Hillary Clinton, and a number of people years ago about mm-hmm. ISIS, and he completely did not approach it. it. It was like, and that's one of the one of the mistakes he made. As they felt that, I saw this report uh, a couple of days ago that they mentioned there was also a representative from New York who was talking about this. Is that had he listened to his advisors years ago, we they may not have gotten this far. Bec- but he decided to pull out the troops and do this whole thing, and look what happened uh it just it just filled in they filled in to these spaces that we left
1: yeah, you know this is you know? this is what I think I mean I totally hear what you're saying yeah but and and i and i hear I hear that, but this is what i I think about all of it i think I think Obama's doing what he can right now. And we all know that the president doesn't make the decisions. I mean, a lot of people really need to get a clue on that. The president does not make all the decisions. Um, Most of the decisions are made by the chief and staff and um, also um, other people that are working with him. And he has to take a whole look on this. And the fact that maybe he may not have listened to somebody
2: well, he, they said that I agree. He didn't, he, you know, I I don't know. I wouldn't. Well, you know, when you think back, you see in hindsight, I agree with you. Uh-huh. It's kind of like I wanted the the troops. Everybody wanted the troops out. They really did, and they they took out. You know, that was a whole thing about reducing the troops and everything. But then, when you think about it, I say, oh my God, maybe you know we made the right. That's what they're saying. May he he actually made that decision. Now, had he not mm-hmm. made that decision, it might have been it might have been a different story because he had a lot of pull anyway. You know, but mm-hmm. but. This is where we are, and you deal. You deal. You got to deal with. So, fortunately, we got good intelligence. Thank God for that. You know this, and, yeah. Um, and we just keep hoping that everything will be okay. Paris always has these problems. They always have terrorists. Uh, England's like that too. England's in that area. You know, it's
1: interesting. Yeah, England. Have, England has joined the joined the whole thing. And also, I heard that.
2: Yeah.
0: They
1: caught quite a few people in England, because most of the people that supposedly are in this group oh,
2: really? wow. are from England,
4: England. Wow.
1: and they caught quite a few people in England yesterday. I think there were nine or ten arrests. The weirdest thing just wow. happened, I need to say, it's pouring rain here and the sun's out. You know, <laughs> but we're known as the Valley of Rainbow Valley, so it's called it. Valley of the Moon and also Valley of the Rainbows. Oh, so I'm sure there's really? going to be a rainbow somewhere in a few minutes, but... uh. It just started pouring rain. It was raining the other day, and it just started pouring rain, and we really need it here in California. So, I've
2: got to ask you a question out there. Yeah. Cause the last time I spoke to you, there was a big tragedy. I know you went through this whole the, thing with the,
1: the, uh, the earthquake. earthquake.
2: And now, yeah. how are the wineries there, and how are people back okay now? Are they rebuilding? I'll tell back, you what's or?
1: happening, yeah. No. The wineries have all re- are, are recovering slowly, and what's really cool is mm. people are coming from all over the country. And they're supporting the wineries,
0: buying the wine. Wow, great. They
1: went into production. My friend's um, winery that buys a lot of the grapes we're at, um, they went into full production, and all the wine is now being bottled. This was a really good season. It was an early harvest because we had unusually hot weather. Um, Mm -hmm. And... um, like right now it's just a freak thing because I mean it's the middle of the day, it's sunny, it's eighty degrees and it's raining right now. It's mm. just pouring wow. rain sideways. Wow. So it's really it's really strange. <laughs> but yes, That's so funny. The, um oh, and the good things a couple of really good things that happened because of the earthquake was there were a couple of creeks that had dried up here in the <coughs> valley. And, you know, because of the earth shifting Mm-hmm. Somehow opened up the water flow underground, and the creeks are all are all back. The, all the creeks are full. The fish really? are back. The otters are back. Yeah, wow, everything. Wow, great! So oh, that's
0: so that's cool. It's like
1: really, really cool. And oh, so like we've that. got creeks it now like again, and <laughs> um.
2: Otter, I want an otter in my house. Yeah, I know they're so
1: cute. They're so cute. Yeah, they are.
2: Otters are kind of cool. Nobody talks about otters. They're great, right? They're beautiful. They are.
1: And there's ducks too because I have a pond here, and the ducks fly over every day at a certain time, and I always know what time it is because I always hear the ducks flying over. And they're starting to adjust their schedule because you know we're getting into fall now. Yeah. And um, so it's really interesting to hear the ducks and, and and know all the changes but they have been. They've been harvesting a lot because they harvest at night and I've uh-huh. been hearing the trucks a lot and um on the where I'm at we have people harvesting pretty much all night long and then in the winter the heaters will go on because you know we want the we want the heaters to heat up the vineyards. Right, but, right, right. Yeah so they're rebuilding. Um, the wineries are in full-blown. There's lots of different things that have happened, like lots of little different benefits and stuff like that that people have yeah. done. Um, wow. I believe this weekend is the Vintage Festival in the Old old Town Square, which is basically everybody comes and they do a grape stop, um, which is kind of cool if you've never been to a grape stop, a I real one. Unbelievable. You get in there in a white T-shirt and you stomp the grapes and you get out and your t-shirt's all red from the Cabernet grapes or the Merlot or the um, Shiraz or whatever and your shirts <laughs> shirt stained for forever you know but um, yeah so this weekend I think is Vintage Festival I'm not I don't think I'm going to that either because I'm trying to get out of town but um, we'll see what happens I mean you know it's like it's I, I only wish this whole area really good um, you know, I have enjoyed being where I'm at but mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna be relocating so it'll be really cool to be able to be back where I wanna be, which is the ocean. I'm gonna be moving oh, back there. Really? So soon, Are hopefully re- yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? When is this Yeah. As soon as possible, my dear. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Good. The water but, um, the water the water calls me Yeah, I, right? I got by calls the
1: water and you know, it's just um you know, this whole area is just beautiful though. I mean, um it's 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 almost Halloween. It's beautiful. The harvest moon this year was beautiful. It was the last yeah. super moon in wow. the year. That's um nice. It was really cool. Oh my god, Spencer it felt like the moon was just right there and you could reach up and touch it. It was just really crazy. So yeah. Oh, so I got to
2: I mean, got to tell you this. Yeah, I just went on,
1: yeah. I
2: just went on Facebook, and 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 Joey, uh, Pat, you know his name is Joey Petonato, uh, JJP. Yeah, Sardis.
1: I saw that so too. He post- Did you see that? He, I posted, he, he it. posted
2: a paragraph about like he's so Getting cute. Getting my tickets like,
1: today. To he's like Rudy, a little kid. He's Rudy so excited about the
2: radio show. I won't be on yep. Facebook, but I'm going to be at the show. And it's like, oh, it's so nice. He's really a trip. It's a great trip.
1: Yeah, I see that. I will be on Facebook until I get home from the Kings. Inn. <laughs> I have a call in radio interview oh, with Richie Scarlett and host Spencer Drake. Oh, you guys are doing, are you guys doing Um, wait. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So- <laughs> so oh how awesome.
2: Yeah, he's like he's so cute. He's just like he's so excited. You know, JoAnne, I I didn't tell you this, but I jo, I spoke to Richie before a couple hours before the show to go over some stuff and so to make sure we had all, you know, the questions answered, you know, these different things. So JoAnne says to me, she <laughs> says to me, he says he's so excited. He said, "Joey's so excited. You know, you're going to be on the show." And I said, "Oh, this is really cool." I mean, the kid's like, you know, he's it's a big thing with him you know and would be
1: Yeah, you know, I see that. He's really cute. Yeah. He's so cute. And His is little he, voice is quivering. Is, and I said You're I, I got to tell you something. Heart.
2: You know what? Holly, got it? I spoke to him at Rich at Richie's thing. You know, I just met uh-huh. him and I didn't even know he was going to be there, you know. And I uh-huh. sat down and talked with him. What's amazing about his mind is that mm-hmm. he's he's mature more than an average kid his age in music. So, it's like when I'm talking to him, I'm not talking to him like you know, like a wannabe. You know, he knows music. It's weird. I mean, he really knows music smart. He's music smart, which is very unusual. He's like, so he's really a, ahead of his age, you know, in a certain respect. Mm-hmm. But he's like a little kid. You know, he has to do his things. But his head, Holly, is very smart about music, which is not like all the... When I talk to kids that play guitar, that are young, they're not all, You know, they're not all like that. Plus he has which you have to see yourself, he has a great, um, uh, what do you call it? charisma on the stage, which is, that's the other thing, which a lot of kids that get up on the stage, they don't have that. You know what I'm saying, right?
1: Yeah, the presence. So
2: he's, he's got the licks and he's got the head. So he's very unusual mm-hmm. in that way. It's all good, you know, it's all good. But he really has a smart, when I talk to him about music, cause it, it like blows my mind, because he just talks about the things that are smart to talk about. You know, so it's mm-hmm. like he, he's he's going to be really cool. He's going to be even better. My God, he's only like how old? Fourteen?
1: <laughs> Fourteen years old.
2: Fourteen, Holly. <laughs>
1: he's so funny. I
2: he's know. He's so cute. Five more, five more years will only be nineteen.
1: <laughs> I know. He melts my gonna... heart. He was so he was so humble. Isn't it great? Here he was afraid a little uh, bit, but he was yeah, so I, I cute. Yeah, I noticed that
2: you, you said that. It was really yeah, I picked that up. That was really cool. But he and was he yeah. he was
1: like. Yeah, he he totally he totally was okay about it all, you know?
2: Oh, yeah, he soaks he got, it all in. He, likes soaks it all in, right? That's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now he's like Now, what about
1: like the, concerts there that are going on in your area? Anything going on right well, now? Well,
2: I had mentioned some. I mean, Steve Conti's tomorrow. Let's see. I mean, there's other things going on during the month, like, uh, let's see. What do we got? We got... Mm-hmm. Um, I know Shelby Lynn is going to be playing at. And she's great, Shelby Lynn at City Winery on uh, October second. Richie mm-hmm. Ramones on October third at Santos Party House. Joseph Arthur, Afghan Wigs at Williamsburg Musical on the fifth of October. Uh, the CBGB Fest starts on eighth through eighth uh, through the tenth. That's going to be a lot of just a lot of music. You know what I mean? Just going mm-hmm. to be all over the place. The CBGB Festival. I mean, then you've got the CMJ uh, Festival, which runs oh, October 20th through the 23rd to 24th. That's just tons of music all over the city every year. It's like tons of new music, you know. So you got mm-hmm. like a lot. Um, oh, uh, our friend Jeff Slate, mm-hmm. uh, October 18th at Hill Country Barbecue. <laughs> Oh, uh, really? 30 West, wow. 26th Street, which will mean Jimmy McGallagher and Jeff Slade playing. Oh, you know, here's interesting. October 19th, Tony Levin, who, you know, he played a, a long time with Peter Gabriel. Tony Levin's uh-huh. playing at the Iridium, which is that famous jazz rock club in New York, on the 19th of October. That's another interesting thing. I think Ricky mm-hmm. Bird is playing at Bowery Electric on October 2nd. Ricky Bird will be playing with some other groups. Um, a lot of stuff here. I mean, it's just if you want to get into it, uh, Joan Jett is playing October twenty third at the Hammerstein Ballroom. Yeah, I
1: heard she was going to be playing there. That's kind of cool. And
2: that, now, wait a minute. If you come into New York, I got to tell you about this one. October twenty third, the famous, the one and only Bob Gruen birthday party every year. Now, yep. this is a birthday party at going to be at the R Bar. The
1: invite only. In-
2: no, you just That's you what come I heard. and
1: everybody
2: it is open? comes. Yeah, he just like he, he's the I'm type cool. of person. Yeah, and and you know what? Like Steve will be, Steve Conte will be there. Uh, Judith and mm-hmm. I were there one year where um, David Rauschbaum from Bon Jovi's group came. Um, you know, everybody just it's a real punk crowd. You know what I mean? And you get it's a real fun birthday party. And he's oh, always has yeah. a band. For and he and you know Bob's son. You don't. I don't know if you know this. Bob's yeah, son has yeah. a band. So he, yeah. played, he played there last year. You know, and Justin, Judah's son met. This is a great story. Justin, I brought Justin to Bob's party like several years ago when he got out of college. And who shows up? Jim Jarmusch, the filmmaker, who has all our books. You know, Jim Jarmusch, the famous filmmaker. And he starts talking with Justin. I said, Justin, talk to Jim. They start talking. They're talking like a half hour together. This is unbelievable. So Jim goes off. I said, Justin, send your resume to him. He sends his resume to Jim Jarmusch, and Jim hired him two weeks later. That's how he started his, his film career. Can you imagine this?
0: Wow! So he worked.
2: He worked with one of the biggest film directors <laughs> in New York, and then you know, Justin, now he's like working on HBO major stuff on film. That he's 28, but he met he met Jim at Bob Gruen's birthday party. So you never know. You know, like um, you know, Suzanne Vega will show up one year. Yeah, or Debbie yeah. yeah. Ha- uh, Debbie Harry will show up with Chris. I mean, every year it's something different. You know, it's just it's just uh just a, you'd love it. I mean you can go. You know that. I mean if you came into New yeah, York. Yeah,
1: I know. It's it's But but it's yeah, always Bob's fun. Bob's
2: birth Bob's birthday and then Mick has a birthday party too, which is somewhere. Yep. So the both of them are like uh it's That's a, it's a funny trip.
1: you just said Mick's name cuz Patty just sent me a picture of a a, a picture uh, of a boat. <laughs> no, of what? <laughs> Off a boat. Into oh, really? out into the bay, yeah. It's a pretty oh, that's so pretty cool. crazy picture. But yeah. But you know
2: Mick, Mick, Mick's show that I went to. I got to tell you, it's a uh-huh. gallery called Sumo Gallery on Thirty Seven Walker uh-huh. Street. The show will be up for about a month. It's such a beautiful gallery. If you go on the site, I think on Facebook, S U M O, check it out. If it's there, I think it'll be there.
1: Yeah, it's it, there. It, I it, liked it. Yeah, uh-huh. it's a great gallery. It's
2: beautiful, good. and and you know what, Mick told me it's only the third show they had there. But I got to tell you, Judith and I walked in. It's gorgeous, gorgeous gallery. It's like a yep. whole new ball game. Yeah, it's like one of those really great. And he did the show. Is really he was really happy with the show. shows really beautifully. Anybody's got a chance to see it, they, they should see the show at the gallery. This a
1: lot of pictures that he hadn't ever released or published that are there, unseen pictures.
2: Yeah, th- right. That's what, he took me around for about 40, it was amazing. I was with him at least a half hour, 45 minutes. But he took me around and showed me these things, and he told me that. That's interesting he said that. He said, you know, Spence, a lot of these prints I've never shown. And there's a blow-up of, of, this is a killer, of David Bowie when he was a, very young, when his hair was short. And you look at, and he blew it up like a big print, and it's so dramatic, I can't even tell you. It's like wow. a killer, killer print. And um, and he also told me he's going to do a book with Tashin next year. Oh really? Well, yeah. Well, we do we're going to have no.
1: him. We're going to have him on the show,
2: Gotta and to we're going to
1: be yeah. And we're also going to have the new Peter Gabriel book on the show, and also the new ACDC book that you told me AC/DC. about ACDC, it's a so long way
0: to fun. the top. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah and we're going to um,
1: have
2: uh, good good people and Mick. Yeah, and have with,
1: next month. And yeah, let me see. Let me show tell you. We
2: got to run. We got to run down. We're gonna have. I I think um we're gonna have a, some different guests too, which will be nice. So sort of makes our show pop culture. Mm-hmm. We have um. We're gonna have Rob Russo, from um, Live and Loud Radio. He's got a great show. We're gonna. Have, uh, let's see Lee Stewart will have on sometime Because I'm involved With the Southeastern Film Festival With her And that is, she's got a movie out Called Paradise Garden You know it got accepted At the Orlando Film Festival
0: uh-huh. And Savannah
2: too, And Savannah Film The two of them So she's It's starting to Start now With getting accepting You know Which is really good
0: mm-hmm.
2: And um, I hope to get Glenn Matlock on Of the You know From the Sex Festivals he, he said yeah. he wanted to come on so I've got a book and a date with him and um you know, things as they go along. Things yeah, as awesome. they go along. So I mean Well you next know.
1: month yeah, next month, um, in October we have the Steve Conti show and then um right. we're gonna I believe the third is booked already so far for the A C D C book and um I'm gonna have Luke Potter on, um, who is oh, an good. amazing musician from the UK. Great. And I'm doing a special Halloween show this year with some really amazing guests. I think Sybil Danning's going to be joining me again, who played in um, uh, Jason, the Jason movies, and um, all those stuff. So it's going to be a very the Halloween movies, and uh, it's going to be a really I always do a Halloween show every year. Everyone knows Halloween's one of my favorite. Oh, holidays. by the way, so, I,
2: we we mustn't forget Marky Ramone will be on somewhere in January yep. or February. That's a biggie. So his yep. book's coming out in January, so nothing before that. So that's that's another biggie, Marky Ramon, you know. So, you know, boom, 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 as it goes along. You never that's know who you're going to meet. Billy Idol, I want to go after him to get him on the show. That would be great to go along with the book. Yeah,
1: we're going to have him on with his new book. Um, I haven't gotten the date confirmed, but it's going to happen. Right. And there's a couple other yeah. people. You know, Pink Floyd's coming out with a new album, um, and I'm trying to get a couple of the guys from Pink Floyd to come on to talk about the new release when that drops too as well. And uh um I think you know it would show. be
2: interesting, I've got a this guy Roddy Bagwa, he's a film judge like you are you know, of course. Uh-huh. Holly's a film judge on a South Well Roddy's a film judge and he's a, a film doc maker a doc filmmaker and what's interesting you brought up he did a film on Storm Thorgerson Really? Yeah, which was out at MoMA. This was several years ago. Um, But he's doing a book. uh, He's doing a film, he told me. I saw him in Mick Rocks thing. He's doing a film on Sid Barrett, which is hooked up to Mick.
1: Oh, wow.
2: Yeah, that should be interesting. I don't know. He said he couldn't get some stuff from Mick because Mick's using it. Now, what I hear is this is really private stuff, but it's really cool. I mean, he could talk about it. Mick's apparently doing a documentary on him, like a big documentary like Bob Gruen did on Showtime. I think that's going on. Wow. Which yeah, should be they, because he's they, got that same dynamic.
1: Yeah, they do. Okay. They do that all the time. It's it's really kind of cool. I think it's yeah. really important too that what's behind everything. And um, you know, after I did that interview with um, Ivor um, Davis last week, um, it was really interesting because I got to hear he ran down each beetle and yeah. what their personalities were like and what it was wow. like for them. So I think it's really important that that's we do something we do something like that. Mm. And um I think what we can do is we can um learn from all that too. So Right,
2: that's right. true. So Life what is I learning. wanted to say
1: to you was um uh, why don't we go into the end of the show and um did you have anything more you needed to say Spence? This I just like, want to
2: say it's wonderful being with Holly. We love being with Holly. Yeah. We love all you people out there. We want you all to be well, healthy and what's the expression? Healthy, wealthy and wise, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, just, I want everybody there and everybody and like Holly says, I agree with her, take care uh with what's going on right now and just, you know, and hopefully everything is okay.
1: Yeah, everything's good. Everything's all good. Yeah. So we're gonna end our show today with a song that I think everyone's gonna find really unique. It's really a different sound for for um Richie. It's called a Love Will Find a Way. And again, if you missed the beginning of the show you can listen to the show in its entirety on iTunes, and also on Red Velvet Media blog, Talk Radio On Demand, under the Indie Cafe. And Spencer, thank you so much for being here today. Oh yeah, today. I just
2: want to say one more thing. Hello, June, yeah. Justin, and Ariel. Oh yeah, love Yeah. You. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and I want to say, to say hi to my
1: mom, too.
2: All right. Hi, Mom. <laughs>
1: yeah? All right. Okay, I love you guys. Have love a great you guys. weekend. And again, you don't too. drink and drive. Here right. you guys go. I can
0: feel something